0: And welcome to the pop culture podcast. I'm Danny, and today I'm joined by Becky, hello, Jess, hi, Brie,
1: hey, and Ben, hi. Uh,
0: today we'll be looking at queer representation in popular culture, um, and I just want to start this out with what is queer representation? So, queer representation is when queer characters appear in, in or for us in popular culture. Um, and proper representation helps combat stereotypes and ignorance. Okay, so to start this off, what is everyone's uh, earliest e- recognition of queer representation in popular culture?
1: I feel like I'm doing a test. Um, <laughs> 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 um, I'm happy to start with that one. Um, my earliest represent- um, earliest time I like noticed um, queer representation um, was when I was quite young dur- um the show on ABC show Dance Academy, the character Sammy. <laughs> um, yeah, I think some people Classic. know him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like one of my favorite characters and I remember being so upset. Um, it's, it's been ages. It's been years. Okay. He, he passed, he died. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, spoiler He died, but like later on, but, um, yeah, he, he was a gay dancer and there was like, I remember that being part of his story, but I think it was, um, like his family accepting him doing dance. Um, as well and i remember his um like coming out as gay um, i remember maybe was that on yeah. abc3 yeah abc3 back in the day yeah
0: i i watched that but i actually don't recall like um i knew he was gay but he i don't i didn't see him come out
1: yeah there was a scene where he came out because i remember one of the other characters abigail had a huge crush on him and i think tried to go out with him and they tried going out together and he was like no I can't do this um, <laughs> not for me not for me yeah and then in a later season he had a boyfriend and I remember that being like I didn't th- yeah I just remember seeing like oh okay that's different <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm.
0: That, when was that like 2012 it started for? in
1: 2010 okay. that was the first season so it would have been like a few years after that probably
0: that's quite early though That would have been quite controversial, potentially.
1: Um, Mm, Well, I think it's it's a dancing show, and I feel like that's (laughs) not necessarily. (laughs) I feel like there is a bit of a stereotype with um, all like with male dancers being gay or male theater people being Mm. gay. So it probably didn't have a too controversial. I don't know much about if there was controversy around it, but because I don't remember that, yeah.
0: Sure. What about you, Ben?
3: Oh, uh, (laughs) I don't know when I, when my, uh, introduction was in, uh, to queer representation, but uh, one of my early ones, which wasn't, this isn't exactly queer, but, um, there was an anime on ABC called, um, Oren High School Host Club, which I think we've talked about on the podcast before, which, um, did a lot of, uh, this thing called queer baiting. I'm not sure. I think a lot of people are, um aware of what the term means, but if you're not, it is basically, uh, when a show alludes to characters being queer, but never explicitly says that they are, and Mm. it's kind of just there to get a lot, um, a lot of women enjoy that in Japan, I think, so that's kind of a stereotype, uh, called, like, boys love, or something Mm. like that. But, um at the time i didn't really know what was going on
0: so <laughs> so yeah. um for, for me when i saw that i saw that a lot in like uh in, on abc3 quite a bit um mm. as well and what it, i was honestly like at that age and my parents didn't talk about the queer community that much i'm not even sure if they had an idea of it um but it it honestly just confused me i, I wasn't too sure what was going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, these wait, boys? Boys can like
3: boys? Is that allowed? That's illegal. A, that's, a <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, like I guess one.
1: when you don't know that that's a thing, like, you're like, this is different. What is this? <laughs> Especially if you haven't been given a vocabulary for it.
2: Mm. Yeah.
3: I think a lot of, um, that might have happened a lot on ABC and when we were growing up, because people were still very afraid to kind of put out people in media because it was kind of it was still in the realm of taboo kind of we don't know if people are going to vibe with this if we put it out there but um yeah i think we've definitely seen an increase over the past uh decade or so of like especially in children's programs like showing queer characters
0: yeah and it's, yeah. it's made its way into, like, um... Marvel, and I'm not sure about the DC Universe that much. Um, but I know, like, in Loki, the, the director really wanted to make sure that Loki, uh, was seen to be bisexual. Although, in mm. my opinion, uh, they did one scene, and then it wasn't followed up on at all. Um... Yeah.
3: I've actually too. got a bit of an opinion on that, uh, whole Loki situation, um... I'm not entirely sure whether I agree with how they handled it, because it seems like what they did, which is what a lot of uh, shows and media does, is kind of put it in the background. I think there was one document or something that alluded to him being uh, non-binary or something of the sort. Um, But they kind of just put it in the background and it was hidden so they could say, look, we've got a queer character, but they didn't really show... like it's they're not really giving him any representation as a queer character, they're just kind of yeah. placing the little nugget in there for that yeah. community to find and obsess over.
1: Yeah. I it's find like it inter- they're
3: doing the bare minimum.
1: I find it interesting how when, like, the olden days of TV and movies is that obviously the whole stereotype, um, like, the idea of homosexuality and things like that being quite taboo, um, so there's always. Like if you look at old older films, especially during like golden age of, age of Hollywood, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. there, it's a lot of very subtle things meant to hint that a character is queer, um, mm. that like people within the community would pick up, but not explicit enough that higher ups would notice, <laughs> um, which I find interesting. So they were trying to where they like um, back then it was like trying to get as much as they could without the directors getting an, like noticing, whereas nowadays. We're seeing more of a community companies trying to be like, yeah, we're so inclusive. Look at all these characters, but then show nothing. (laughs) So it's like almost like a complete 180. Yeah, Um,
3: for sure. Yeah. It's like they've um, (laughs) now they kind of have an obligation to outwardly say it rather than being sneaky about it. Yeah. But I think like companies like Disney still are very. um, But they've a long way uh, to go. Yeah. <laughs> They're very aware of like their more conservative audiences who yeah. would uh not enjoy that kind of situation. Yeah. Um but anyway, uh Jess, how about you? When
4: when did you get your start? Well, like th- this is the thing I've been thinking about for like, you know, the last few minutes as you guys have been talking is like cuz I can't, like, place a single coherent, like, point. Like, like I can't remember what, like, my earliest piece of, like, queer representation in media I remember seeing mm-hmm. is, like... <laughs> there's a lot, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Like, there's a lot to go through. But also, you got to remember, like, this is back when I was straight boy. <laughs> straight boy. Air quotes. And so, yeah, air quotes on all of that. Turns um, out I was wrong, but anyway, like so, it's almost—it's like I was doing this thing where it's like, in hindsight, it's like I was being drawn to like queer representations, but also like I was hiding it, and so there. But also like I don't remember like I don't remember what the earliest representation of a trans person I ever saw was, mm. and I think honestly, it's it was like quite late, like that's partially why it took me so long to figure it out.
0: Like for, for I... me, when I saw um the my f- the first thing I saw about trans people was social media giving a really bad rep of them, and it was quite bad. it was always uh representing them as I guess like they wanted to represent them as crazy or something mm. else and not accepted, yeah, like delusioned, yeah. But now on tiktok and such it's it's pretty good actually and there's a lot of well maybe it's just this the sphere of influence and the side of tiktok that i'm on but it are you seems... on are you on trans tiktok as well Derek? i'm not on trans tiktok but i'm on i think i'm like on the edge of it Okay. Um, yeah, but it, it's quite good and there's some good information on it
4: yeah like mm.
0: you know the, you ask questions like you know what's your
4: first experience with queer representations like I don't... I, like, have been thinking about that, again, for, like, minutes now, and I can't think of any. Like, the latest stuff would have been, like, in my later teens, when, like,
2: mm.
4: I secretly, like, started, like, oh, that ca- that show has, a, has lesbians on it, I'm gonna watch it.
3: <laughs> what was one of the most influential ones, might be a better question, then.
2: Yeah.
4: Oh, um... It's difficult to say, because, like... <laughs> Yeah, it is diff- Again, it is very difficult to say, because, like, I- I- I don't know, like- Again, I'm even struggling to think of what the earliest one is, like, because, like, I can think of once, it's like, alright. Isn't
0: there one on- Isn't there a trans, uh, woman on YouTube that does, like, philosophy? Yeah, but the thing
4: is, all- Yeah, but she- I mean, yes, but she only came came out out as trans, literally, Ah, in January. (laughs) yeah and yeah i've been watching her for a while but i only what i've only been watching her since i've like since i've been out yeah like a lot of because again like a lot of i was before i was open and like out i was watching a lot of this stuff just like subtly like i was just like oh, no no one can see me watching this no one can know that like the reason i watched pride and prejudice no not pride and pride Pre- and prejudice was because there was a lesbian couple on it. No one can know that. Like that's a secret. I'm a good little straight boy. I don't do that. And then I was like, oh, that's why I was, look- oh, that's why I was drawn to that shit. Oh. <laughs> okay. That explains it.
1: That's the thing if you don't know it exists, you don't understand. Like how you feel yeah. about something and you don't yeah, know words yeah. behind it unless you're given like a a word yeah. for that. That's like yeah, yeah like
4: mm. that's like the thing like the reason I only ended up coming out as trans like literally when i was 22 was because i only really was like properly exposed to like what being transgender is when i was like already an adult so like mm. s- yeah and then like and then eventually stuff clippers it's like okay i just didn't <laughs> you weren't aware so, of it well, yeah that's a thing that mm. representation does but it's like it's also something that's gotten better because like now i can find a lot of representation like and that's why like i remember i know a lot of stuff that like oh what's your queer representation you saw that you like vibe with and they're like i know a lot of that stuff like but it's all Mm. stuff that i've been watching like in the last few years like nothing before that really comes to mind Mm. it's that's a long yeah that's a long rambling answer
2: (laughs) Hmm,
3: i think i I feel similarly i think (laughs) a lot of people a lot of um media is doing it now but um i think that's part of Part of it is it's a trend, and part of it is people are genuinely being more accepting. And um, people are growing up with this, being surrounded by this. So Mm. it's more natural to a lot of people. And it makes sense to push this kind of, uh, this image, uh, because it is what people are used to now. Like, there's not this fear surrounding it. So Mm. I think that's a lot of why it's happening now, more so than in the past.
1: Obviously, there are some that are, like, still not very representation re- represent- represented, like, asexuality. Mm. Like, that's only really quite recent that it's been considered anything other than someone just being a prude and not wanting to have sex. <laughs> like, with mm. um, Jack Horseman, the character of Todd, I remember that mm. was the first time I, like, I knew about it because of social media, but it was the first time that it had been, a character has been explicitly stated as it. And it wasn't mm-hmm. a problem. Yeah. Like, it's just that. It just explained more about who they were.
0: Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't think about it um, that much, but they. Brojack Horseman did that quite well. Because so it was. Good. It was made obvious that. What was his name? I watched it oh, ages ago. That Todd <laughs> was Ace. But, um. But. It was made obvious that Todd was Ace, but it wasn't, like, a big deal. And it was. It was treated how, I guess, these matters should be treated. Like, it's not blown out of proportion. It's just, like, this is a thing. This is part of someone. And then they moved on with the story.
1: Mm. And he didn't end up with someone in the end that, like, cured him of it or anything. they like, kept it consistent. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: That is something I wanted to bring up as well, um, Danny. Like, how people handle um, queer representation in media. Like, whether they like you said, blow it out of proportion, make a huge deal about it, like, write an explanation of what this thing means into the script, like, treating the audience as, like they're dummies, or whether they just kind of have it there, like it just exists in this world because it is a normal thing, and they don't, like, poke into it and, like, say, wow, this person's insanely different from everyone else. They, like, that's something that BoJack Horseman did really well, like, the, they don't do that othering they really just say you're a person
0: yeah and I can see how like if you don't find the balance between explaining it and getting on with the story if you if you mean well and you want to like educate people but then you go on to explain it too much Mm. it can still ostracize I think's the word to ostracize like that character aside from everyone else
3: yeah that's definitely the other side of it like a lot of people straight up just won't be familiar with a lot of these terms so in some cases you might need to, like I'm saying baby in air quotes, but yeah. like baby the audience, like explain it in layman's terms, but it's, yeah. it's finding th- that balance I guess.
1: I think that often comes with just that character explaining to another character, like if they're confused mm. like explaining it to them, like coming out or something,
2: but yeah.
1: if it's done well it's really well done, like it's, it's really good.
3: Because in the past, uh, gay people would have been just used as the butt of jokes, and that's yeah. kind of it. Yeah. Like in um the gay best <laughs> friends, runner. friends yeah. is one example where it's it's not great. <laughs> like watching yeah, it, it back, yeah, didn't age well. Um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of whoopsie doos <laughs> in, in terms of mm. queer representation, like trans people, uh, yeah. gay yeah. people. Trans people yeah.
5: are very often the butt of a joke in a lot of old shows. Yeah, yep. there's
4: like...
1: Particularly trans villain,
4: Or like, or yes. are like, literally... It's not even just part of the joke. it's also like, oh, this villain, this like, oh. bad There'd, person. Mm. Yeah. There is a
1: lot of what you find um, in the media, not just in TV, but also like, um, video games I've heard of as well, is that a lot of the time, they would have like, the villains queer-coded. Hmm. So when... so. Mm acting as acting like a certain um th- something other than heterosexual and cisgender but setting it in a way that that's what's like it's that deviance that adds to their being evil and so there yeah. was like um Ursula from Little Mermaid was heavily based off a drag queen because um, it was meant mm. to just um and that I didn't was, even think about that yeah that was used to try and continue to alienate her and ha- make her seem more creepy and different because it was seen as... Yes, yeah, it, it had... It was coded like to be like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
3: Um, But, Becky, we've not even asked you where you got your start. <laughs> yeah. How so... Give us your... <laughs> yeah, so
5: my situation is pretty similar to Jess's in that mm. I don't really remember... Like kind of first queer representation um probably like probably the oldest queer representation in anything i remember is like posters in high school (laughs) um talking about like gay and bi people um Mm. but like i can talk about some of like the most influential and like Largest yeah.
2: um, representation
5: I remember, and uh, I mean, also mentioning um, yeah, Todd in Bojack Horseman is interesting, as well as um, representation of um, gay people in Bojack Horseman, as well, mm. um, with um, character I can't remember the name of, <laughs> but um, ah. Uh-huh. Uh, I think so. A... Uh, I think
1: Herb was
5: Anyway, uh Shira I think is a very big representation mm. in my mind um of queer characters.
3: Yeah, I totally agree. Um especially with that thing that we were talking about where they treat it uh just totally normally, like they don't poke into it or do anything crazy it's just it's straight up just there it's as yeah. normal as anything else um probably like half the characters <laughs> in the show are queer Yeah. um and but also they don't make it like queer is better than straight or anything like that yeah. they're very much all like on the same level it's good vibes all round mm. um but there's definitely that whole um <laughs> there is a little bit of Rainbows and happiness yeah. and everything's great in the queer community. Yeah. Uh, I do get a bit of that vibe, but um, mm. no, it's it's great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone else seen Shira?
2: Yeah, I've seen <laughs>
4: the first season. I need to watch more. I watched the first mm-hmm. season because Becky told me, because Becky recommended it, and I was like, I should actually get around to watching this. It's, it's a really good show. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, I feel like there's also, honestly, I think like there's something, that, there's a bit of an elephant in the room that we, that hasn't been mentioned in terms of, like, how we're talking about queer representation, like, all of us are white. <laughs> that is something yeah. Is, like, yeah, a lot, like, and, like, actually, like, I think of, like, a lot of the queer characters I think about is, like, they're mostly white, like, yes. they're, like, they're fairly of... And so therefore like the idea that like this is some greatly representation is like it's better but it's not like it's not the be-all and end-all like oh yeah that's true, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> by no means
4: yeah so like and i just honestly i just wa- honestly i just wanted to put that out there <laughs> just like yeah no, just...
0: yeah, yeah,
3: no it's a valid yeah. point for sure yeah mm-hmm. just um, bouncing yeah, around was like
4: <laughs> i need to
0: mention this because otherwise this is going to be like a <laughs> very yeah. like
1: i think
4: sex
0: ed touches on that uh the show mm. of sex education
1: yeah
3: yeah definitely um, i think that was inevitable it was going to be brought up in this podcast yeah given yeah the, uh, the recent season um Watch season which three. i still haven't seen my goodness Uh uh-oh.
1: <laughs> can we spoil it if can, if sorry if we accidentally Do spoil anything here you
3: better not <laughs> we'll try oh not boy. To. But,
1: <laughs> but yeah i think that show does well in terms of um a diverse cast in terms of race mm-hmm. um but also um, race within the LGBTQ plus community. Cause I feel like that often gets forgotten mm. um, that there can be those overlapping minorities. So yeah, as much as we, yeah, we praise some of the representation that is, that have, we've been made. There definitely is still an overall image of like the gay character is a gay, white straight, um, gay white man, mm. um, <laughs> cisgender yeah. as well. And so there's always these, there's always, yeah, there's always progress that can be made to continue to diversify it, but, like, considering is... how far we've come in the last ten years is incredible.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. it's nuts. Um, yeah. that is something I also would would like to touch on, like, the, the possibility that queer representation could, in certain cases, be, like, regressive. Um, like, by, uh, Representing gay people, for instance, as having all of these stereotypical traits, like, um, all gay people are flamboyant, and they all have, like, long hair, and they all wear, like, X, yeah. Y, Z kind of yeah. clothing, they, you know?
1: Like, feminine ma- on, mannerisms.
2: Yeah. yeah, leaning
5: on stereotypes of various queer, queer identities.
2: That's,
1: mm. yeah, that's why I thought, um, in the show Brooklyn Nine-Nine with Ray Holt, being a gay black man like that is part of his story um in terms of he's it's taken him longer to get captain he cares more like about like making sure things are done by the rules and he um and he has high standards because it's taking him so long to get to where Mm -hmm. he is but like he's not really he's not flamboyant he's very monotone like yeah (laughs) he doesn't do the stereotypical like mannerisms and acts that are gay person would do but he has a flag in <laughs> Quite his tent cup yeah and yeah. i kind of like that cuz it shows that like mm. yeah it's a big part of his character um and it comes into the story sometimes but it's still like he doesn't fit the traditional stereotypes in that yeah, sense yeah like
3: you can be gay but you don't need to like be gay like, you don't need to act gay You to like guys if you're a yeah. guy yeah. or if you're yeah. a woman. <laughs> like women. Yeah,
4: I feel like it's like, yeah, it's like, that's a thing, yeah, that comes a lot, is like, is like presenting, is like doing representation only in one way. It's like, I think it's like, it's literally something the Philosophy Tube said is like, you know, coming out video, it's like, it's basically, it presents it like, as there's only one way to like to be gay or to be trans or like because like mm-hmm. i remember literally like you think of pretty much all representation of trans women they're all attracted to men they're all like this mm-hmm. they're all very feminine they're all like you know it's like oh i you know i i, I you know i like oh i wore my mum's high heels when i was like when i was like three it's like <laughs> that's not my experience like i don't i'm not attract i'm like very much only attracted to women like I, i'm not that feminine like mm. I mean, mm. I, you know, I'm not, so, but Definitely. like, yeah, so like, again, I think, again, that sort of representation where like, it doesn't do its job. It's like, cause it, again, it presents it like, as, okay, there's only this, this way is the only way to be this thing. And so yeah. therefore anyone who doesn't like fit into that mold is like, oh, well, I guess I'm not then like, okay, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
1: Like there's also that stereotype with like bisexual, pansexual, omnisexual, like multi- basically anyone who's attracted to more than one gender, there's that um stereotype that they're hypersexual or they sleep mm. around or they're polyamorous so in lots of relationships um and that's the thing um, a lot of media would show them like being quite like sexualized horny <laughs> yes yeah, it's particularly by bi- particularly bisexual women like because mm. that was like the only bisexual representation there was yeah it was yeah. very much over-sexualized and seen for, like, the male audience. Um, yeah. which is a and whole other conversation with, in itself. Uh,
3: <laughs> similarly with gay women and in, like, certain media industries. I don't know how explicit we're allowed to be on this podcast, but, um, <laughs> certain, certain adult movies uh, do the, do a similar thing, and they really push this narrative of, like, if if you're a woman who likes women, you better get a guy in there, because what the yeah. hell, it's got to be a little bit straight, right? Right, yeah, guys? Yeah, i like that, that
1: assumption that they're <laughs> doing it to please men, and or like to get They're
3: doing it t- for attention. men, yeah. Yeah, it's, or like it's, it's super sexy regressive. when
1: two girls cook. Um, kiss, sorry. Cook. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, sexy, <laughs> oh, sexy when girls guys, cook, you know. <laughs> but okay good. I saw Sorry, some girls I'm...
3: cooking the other day so, <laughs> like two, <Ooh. laughs> two girls um
1: kiss or something it's like that stereotype that like it's hot for men. yeah but nowadays I think we're definitely being like yeah that's a bit messed up
3: <laughs> mm, definitely yeah but uh it's still there which I feel like yeah. we've, we've got a lot of work to do a lot of oh work. yeah <laughs> we've yeah. got it we, still yeah. ways to go.
1: We're also speaking from quite a privileged position, like,
3: that's true. We are yeah.
1: live. We live in a very like developed country, um, mm-hmm. where we have access to all this technology. So like in, like we come from a very pri- privileged position when talking yeah. about like, yeah, the representation and all that. Yeah. Like.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. With um, bisexuality and pansexual stuff, I have. A point that almost goes against what you said that definitely mm. doesn't disprove it um, mm. Deadpool was actually pansexual slash bisexual I'm yeah. not sure if they fall under each other but I didn't think that was done very well in the film I'm not sure it needed to be in it um, but mm-hmm. the relationship he had was very very straight in...
4: but then but okay because then it's like alright do but then we're falling into the trap of like okay do bi or pan people have to like be in a queer relationship for it like because like a, bi in a certain mm, like Deadpool true, being, in, Deadpool being yeah. in a loving relationship with a woman is still he's still well, pan. So st- like yeah yeah. And, but, yeah and
1: also i think it's just another thing of marvel comics there's a lot of queer representation within them i don't know enough about them to like give too many specifics <laughs> but there's a lot of queer representation, but some of it is quite stereotypical in mm. comics. But a lot of that is missed in Marvel, like um, in Marvel movies, because it's got a wider audience, um, and there needs to be able to be seen by a lot of countries um, with mm. their censorship laws. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I yeah. suppose
0: my uh, the reason I brought that up is because. Um, if you wanted to be educational and sort of try and better society and you're creating a movie and you have a bisexual character, it, or pansexual, it can be helpful to like hint at it even uh, or just give something to try and normalise it a bit better. It doesn't need to be in there at all, but um, I mean, I... It, it can be useful if you're trying to um, educate people.
4: I guess the only thing that you could argue does fall under that with Deadpool is that it's just that like he's quite horny and quite sexualized anyway like he doesn't yeah like i remember literally one scene where he gropes colossus's ass and like <laughs> but also Deadpool so 2 maybe did they pre- did maybe they just also, missed it that's not thing yeah. i remember deadpool 2 had representation in um uh teenage warhead and yukio who were just like yeah they just they just lazy vegan couple fun fact yukio's actor is played by like a a like a, a japanese actor who was actually born in Brisbane? Oh,
2: mm. yeah. More so young. she
4: speaks with like a an English with like an an odd, ax, like a slightly Australian accent, which because you know that's where she grew up. Mm. Anyway, but that's also I'll watch yeah, again. yeah. it's good. I mean, it's generally good. Deadpool's a good movie, but we could talk. I could, we could talk about Deadpool for. It, that's not what we're talking about. Um, yeah. yeah. So I don't
0: there know was I also said. in. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I I feel like so I've done a bit of research and I feel like everything I've done looks at like the bi agenda, and like we're more more bi people. So um, because I've already talked about Loki, but also in Ragnarok, Mm -hmm. one of the characters, I think after the movie they confirmed she was bisexual, which
1: was Valkyrie Valkyrie
4: Valkyrie is bi. The next the next Thor movie is gonna like is explicitly doing that. Like she's looking for a wife basically to be. Because she's, mm. but also, like, isn't that the thing with, like, Taika Waititi, who was the director, he did write in, like, and there was filmed a scene that, like, basically explicitly confirmed that, where it's was, like, oh, there's, like, a woman leaving her apartment. But, like, mm. that was cut out of the final, that, that didn't make the final cut. Damn it. it didn't but it's, like, happen.
2: yeah. It's, yeah, that's
1: not Yeah.
4: Thing, where it's, like...
1: Some things just get cut out of movies. Yeah.
4: Yeah, but then also it's, like, okay, but then you also have to ask, like, all right, was that... Is that a case of like creative like visions clashing with like people like no we need this to like sell in more markets, mm. and so yeah uh, it's you never all, really yeah
3: well, that's it's definitely yeah. a tricky uh position like whether or not to have it minimal to make it normalized or have it more in like more in your face to have it actually represent that community. Like, you've got to find a balance, kind of. Because Star Wars is one movie that comes to mind. Uh, I forget which one. I think it was the last one in the new trilogy, where they have um, just, like, two women kissing for, like, one second, and it's like, queer representation in Star Wars. Wow, it's crazy. (laughs) And then there was also, like, lots of queer baiting.
4: Yeah, and a a scene that can very easily be cut out for foreign releases,
3: which it was. Exactly. (laughs) Mm.
4: Yeah. Um, so, like, I wouldn't say
3: that that's good queer representation. Like, it's yeah. it's queer representation, which is good as a general thing, but you've got to do it right and,
4: like, it, not kind of yeah. brush over it.
0: Was it related to the story at all? Or is it literally
4: no. just, like... No, no okay. No, do it's literally just characters. It's, It is literally just the background. Like, <laughs> yeah. again. I think like, the thing one is, second.
1: Yeah, I think the thing is have good representation is to have a variety of representation. Yeah. Well, maybe... Yeah. Like, you're hmm. dealing, like, I think, um, um, sexual education was good at this, is that, um, for example, the two characters of Ola and Adam, like, in the second season, they begin to have a bit of a relation, um, a friendship. Um, mm-hmm. Ola comes to terms, um, says that she's pansexual and kind of comes to terms with that reasonably quickly, whereas Adam dealing with his bisexuality, um, that took him a lot longer to figure out and I think Mm. the important thing is is that there is not one way to figure it out or one way to show certain characters and to have a good representation is to not just like hinge all your representation on one character but to have Mm. a variety of representation with a variety of ways that can happen um and the ways that it impacts people's character
2: Mm.
3: yeah I totally agree it's like um almost as if there's a blueprint at at this point, of like, um, this is, to have queer representation, you need hit this, this, and this mark, and, um, I feel like it really, it excludes so much of what it is to be queer, and in the queer community, because it's so, it's so multifaceted, and it it can't be just, Mm
0: -hmm. like, defined as these few points. At the same time, I think, um, like, a really broad guideline to help... Like, if if somebody is producing a movie and they want to help educate or normalise things, then there should be, like, something they aim to hit. So it's not like Star Wars just throwing in a random kiss scene. It should be actually, like... It, it tells them it needs to be related to the story or helpful to the movie. You know, broad things like that that um, mm. just make sure that it's actually put in. And if you do it that way as well, then they they have to put in more work. They can't just throw in that random kiss scene. They have to integrate it into them into the plot of it somehow so it's actually relevant.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah,
2: like
4: mm. I feel like it's like the kind of the kind of thing about like like that kiss scene at the end of the, of the Rise of the Skywalker which I mean that whole movie is just whatever. Like <laughs> a kiss scene like like a scene like that works like is like as like not just like oh you're just throwing this into like to just like to tick that box but it's, like okay you're like it, that works in like in us in us like in a world or no not even like a, in like in like a story that is like more represent more representative like in general like if that's not literally mm-hmm. the only representation of queer characters on your entire in your entire movie then like yeah. It's then it's okay, but it's like if that is literally the only one, which it practically was, then it's like that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah I agree.
2: Yeah. I think that's, that's good, good to
3: have um, just people who are just queer, like just because they exist in the world. I think a lot of like you guys have been saying um, that it should have something to do with the uh, the plot, which I do agree with. But also, it, c- it can be uh, just a background fact. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so Iron long man. as they don't yeah. uh, just, like, plop it in for the sake of plopping it in. Like, if yeah. it maybe has something to do with character development or, uh, like, they might mention it a couple times over the course of the movie. So it's not just, like, this is the queer part of the movie. Like, if it's a continuous kind of factor, even if it doesn't, like, drive the story.
0: Yeah, it, it can certainly be um, something that's not a main thing if it's just, like, on the side. But yeah, mm. I I meant exactly what you said, which is mm-hmm. it, it's not just thrown in, it should be yep. something in there. Like, if if someone is in a gay relationship, um, then it can be, like, casually mentioned. It's just like, oh, she has a wife or, mm. you know, whatever. Yeah.
3: So basically what we're saying is have queer representation but don't talk about it, but also do talk about it
4: a bit. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> well, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, like, okay, there can be stories where that's the focus. I'm like, I like them, and I think they're good, and I think they should be more. I want stories about... I want stories about trans lesbians who, like, who have fulfilling relationships with their, with cis partners. That's a very specific thing to me. I just like that, and there's not enough of that. Anyway. Um, yeah, but then there's I also, think- like, the yeah, there's, like, two sorts Like... There's sort of the story where it's like, okay, your main character's queer and like, maybe it's like their coming out story and that stuff is like, yeah, it's maybe a bit overblown and like, it's sometimes it's like overdone, but like, it is valuable. Like it is a, it is valid as like a story idea, but also I guess then you have the stories where it's just like, all right, this is like a world where like, there's not like one single main character that's like, and there's like side characters it's an stuff. ensemble, and just, yes, yeah, it's, it's literally mm-hmm. just like a, okay, some of them are gay.
1: Yeah, like, And it's um, not, like,
4: a massive thing, it's like, I, yeah, again, I feel like, yeah, Blind Sword is a show that does that very well, The Expanse is another show that does that quite well, like,
2: mm-hmm.
4: a lot of things were, just, yeah, it's just like, and again, that's something that's been happening more recently, which it's just, it's just good. Yeah, I like that's this. what,
1: one of the reasons I liked um, Orange is the New Black, um, is because it kind of is, the idea is to showcase that it's like, flu- um, sexuality can be quite fluid, hmm. um, like, with Piper, the main character, come, um, like, stating, like, that she's bisexual and all that, but also some people being like, oh, it's just a phase, all that, but then be like, no, so, like, there's, like, it's like, no, I am bisexual, but, like, showing that it's different for each person as well, yeah. Um, yeah. and also that movie got a lot of, um, um, appreciation for actually having a trans woman played by a trans woman. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. another thing that we could talk about is like people like queer representation not being played by that mm. queer, like a queer character. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Which, which I think has been definitely something that's more nowadays very much appreciated, especially I think we're dealing with people that are transgender um, as part of their story or as just their character by actually being played <laughs> by a transgender person. <laughs> Um, That's a yeah, particularly... whole own
3: debate. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. That, there's yeah. so much to talk about. Yeah, we don't yeah. go into another,
4: We don't. Yeah, we don't want another Eddie Redmayne getting like an Oscar for playing a trans woman. Like, uh,
1: yeah, uh, like I, I love him as an if actor, you're, but I don't yeah. care. Feel
4: good at it, and like you look some of them, and it's like there are trans act- There are trans women actors out there. There are like they
0: exist. There are quite a few
1: of them yeah. out
4: there these days. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Shall we? We're just hitting, I don't know, maybe forty minutes. Do we want to move mm. on to the game show? I believe Ben had something prepared.
4: Ben, do you have? Are you ready for the game show? Oh,
0: what did you say? Queen. I'm, expect- put, I'm expecting
4: you. I'm expecting you to put in the jingle behind <laughs> with that. <death>. Yeah. <laughs>
3: the more you ask for it, the more I'm gonna, I'm gonna put in weird Halo.
2: Sounds and shit like that. Oh I know. But thing this is a queer episode. What noise what
4: queer noise are you gonna put in behind? Just someone oh, saying yes, queen? Just a little Nas <laughs> nice
1: X in the background. Ooh.
4: <laughs> now we're getting am I
3: gonna fuck up queer representation? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I've I've got a little game set up for you guys. Uh it's uh similar to what I've done in the past with a it's a Netflix trivia. So I've gotten um plot synopsises like the Netflix descriptions of um a bunch of movies and T V shows this time, all from Netflix. Um and it's up to you guys to buzz in with your names after I've read the questions, that is. Don't don't be premature here. Um and tell me what what the uh synopsis is describing, what film or TV mm-hmm. show.
4: Yeah. Um so, just can I make can I make sure because this is something that I learned from doing having done two of these quizzes. Do you have a piece of paper to mark down scores on? Cuz <laughs> otherwise do have it a gets piece con- of paper. Yeah, otherwise it gets um, confusing to figure out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh yeah. So, I will be keeping track each each question is one point. There's I think 12 questions. We might not get through them all, but we will we'll give it our Good old, good old crack. So, without further ado, let's let's get into it. Um, so, question number one. Desperate to reveal each other's secrets, two rival magicians begin to perform increasingly risky tricks, which soon turn deadly. Oh, I have no idea.
5: Nobody
2: knows it. I'm guessing this
3: is an anime. Um, I will say it isn't an anime. Oh. Oh. And it is a film.
2: Oh.
1: Are they actual um, magicians, or is that like... They so act- they
3: are actual magicians. Uh, I'll give you some hints, and if no one, maybe none of you have just seen the film, but... um, Yeah. <laughs> uh, it stars uh, Hugh Jackman. Uh, it's set in the past. Nikola Tesla is there. Ooh, okay, so if anyone at home has seen the movie, they'll know what it is by now. Um <laughs> <laughs> the film it was uh The Prestige, which oh, I thought was uh I remember that a really name. widely known film. Uh it also has uh <laughs> Michael Caine,
4: all Star Michael- cast. Okay. You also need to remember that we're not normal people. We're a bunch of weird nerds who spend any time we don't watch, like, true. big, big <laughs> popular films. <Yeah. laughs> hmm. Well, She's
2: maybe
3: this next one is more you guys' speed. Um, this 3D motion capture adapts George Ramey's classic comic strip about the adventures of a fearless young journalist and his trusty dog. Jess! Jess,
4: go for it. It's the adventures of Tintin.
3: Hell yeah it is!
4: I haven't watched the film, but I read Tintin a lot when I was a kid, <laughs> and I watched the TV adaptations.
3: I need to watch it's, that, there's a lot of things I need to watch. It's a really good movie, um, I would highly recommend, and I would also recommend the, uh, the TV show that they did. All in all great stuff, um, so that's one point to Jess. Uh, next one is Bored With Killing Animals. This 17-year-old is busy plotting his first real murder when a brash right. new girl catches him off guard at school. Bree I'm um, I would love you to wait until I finish the question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. sorry. Your... I thought that
1: was the end. I'm sorry. Oh my yeah, gosh, go I it. know the show. I've watched the show. I'm trying to remember too, it's what it's called. You know um
0: Can you give character names?
1: I know who I I know. I could if I knew them,
0: but (laughs) maybe Bree will know Um, character names. Oh get the answer.
1: It's like a it's like a phrase.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, Oh, um, gotta wait until Bree gives
2: everything
1: is. (laughs) Okay, sorry, I'll give it to someone else. Sorry, I can't remember the name.
3: Um, someone else. No one's buzzed in yet. Gotta wait for another, another buzz. Go for yeah.
0: it, Danny. It's something about the end of the world, I think. Mm. Um, no, different one?
2: Mm. <laughs> I oh can't, no, Brie, Bree, Bree,
1: Bree, Bree! You breathe. know what? Go, go, go. brie, Bree, Oh, okay. Oh.
2: Yeah. No, wait, Brie, say it. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: End
1: of the fucking world.
3: Yeah. Isn't that okay, it? so, yeah. it is the end of the fucking world. I'm. Uh, I feel inclined to maybe split to the point or give yeah, it to it it. Danny. Oh, you no, give I it to Danny. you basically
1: it. got it. I <laughs> will. <laughs> I will
3: split it. Um, just because Bree was able to get the entire title. Um,
1: feel free to censor so... it. I don't know what you can play in the <laughs> podcast. <Punisher. laughs> I think well, we're chill. I, yeah. I
3: think it is censored. The actual title. Um, oh. Oops. So we're just extra naughty
4: today. So were you just? You're just <laughs> reading into what they wrote. They could have written best in the in the freaking world. in the freaking flipping. world.
3: Uh, it could have been uh, fancy.
4: Best in the farming world. It,
3: absolutely, it probably was <laughs> best in the farming world. What was the world, actual title again? Honest, I've forgotten.
4: Right? Agriculture. <laughs> it,
3: it's wild. Yeah. Um, all right. All right let's next move question on. then. <laughs> um, a mysterious game sends two brothers flying into space where they must reach a specific planet or be trapped in galactic limbo forever. Becky! Yep. Becky. Oh, I know it, I just can't <laughs> remember the name! Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> it's
5: like it's like in the like same series as Jumanji. Yeah. Does it start but with a Z? You know it. I, I, it definitely starts for, with a Z. I'm waiting for Becky. Oh, I know it.
0: Uh, uh, I don't know the name You can buzz it now yeah. to
5: get your Oh I do not
4: remember the time. name
0: at all I don't know the
4: movie or the name <laughs>
5: That <laughs> Debbie, was a weird movie gonna pass? I'll pass
0: I can't remember the name
3: Danny, are you gonna give it? I a don't break? know
0: it Like I don't know the name but I know the movie
2: Uh
3: huh I feel like uh, Most of you will Be uh, familiar with the film I picked this one specifically because I thought you might have trouble with the name.
0: Yeah. Isn't it like Z-U-R? and then it's like. I think it's something like that.
5: It definitely starts with
0: i keep thinking like Zathura or something. Danny, you've got it. It's Zathura! Uh, Ah, yes! Good job! It's Z Z A T H U R A. <laughs> See, Never I heard of it. I I know how to say it, but I don't know how to spell it. Yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't sure. It's a name I that mean, really listen. doesn't stick in your head. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm gonna accept it. You you basically said it. Good enough for me. Ding. one point. Hell okay. yeah. Um, we'll go to the next question now. Um, this fearless, free-spirited character. Finds new friends, adventure, and magical creatures when she leaves her enchanted forest home, and journeys to the city. Hmm. Seems like none of you guys are... On... On when you, track at
0: all. When you, angry, out, mm-hmm. when you started that out... I'll say that. When you started that out, I, like, instantly went to Happy Tree Friends.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say it isn't Happy Tree Friends.
3: No. Yep. <laughs> Can we get some um, hints? It's a forest. Yep. Um, it is animated. It is uh relatively recent, I believe. Uh, I'll keep giving hints. I'll uh, it is it is a children's uh animated show, or it is a Appropriate for children, I should say. Bree. Mm. Bree, yep.
1: But Shira? I don't know. For some reason, it sounds it... like Shira, <laughs> like a Shira. little bit. I don't know. No. no. It's
3: on track. I'll I'll read the uh the thing one more time. This fearless, free-spirited character finds new friends, adventure, and magical creatures when she leaves her enchanted forest home and journeys to the city. It could enchanted? be that none of you have. Enchanted Forest, yes.
0: Oh, no, no, I meant Enchanted, the TV series. Oh, no! it's a movie? <laughs> yeah. No, it
3: is a TV show. Um, okay. I feel like maybe none of you...
0: Yeah, I don't think we know I've it. got no watched idea. It?
3: No. Okay, it is the Netflix show Hilda,
0: which is... Never heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> I think I may have seen it, Very but I
1: don't good. know anything about it.
3: Um... I was just talking with—I forgot who I was talking to about it the other day in one of our uh, channels. But um, it's really—it's very. Is that good, a channel very... on
4: the on? Is that a channel on the Swinburne Pop Culture Club uh, Discord server available now? You know what? <laughs> it is, Jess. Uh, you can go to Swinburne
3: something 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 at whatever dot com. Uh, <laughs> in the description. Find us. You find us on all the things. <laughs> If you, go Fine, to if go to
0: like you at all
5: your favourite stores.
0: If you go to any of our like social media, you'll see a link tree, and then mm. in the link tree, mm. there's a link to our Discord. Yes. Yeah. That's if also
1: where we record YouTube.
0: the podcast.
1: If you <laughs> want to join
2: in. Yeah. Yeah. We're I mean, only the there. There's a pro,
4: There's a pro set, but like yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. No. So that was Hilda. Unfortunately, no points. But do give yeah. it a look if you're uh, interested in animated TV shows. Um, next one. Inspired by comic books, this high schooler transforms himself into a masked crime fighter and becomes an internet sensation. Uh, Jess. Oh, yep, noticed. Jess. Is it
4: Kick-Ass? It is Kick-Ass. Oh, Very good.
5: yeah. That is now the
4: second movie that I've guessed correctly and haven't seen. <laughs> 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 I immediately
3: thought of um, it. It was like, oh, what's the name? <laughs> it's really good. Um a bit old at, by this point, but um mm. definitely worth a watch if you haven't seen it. Uh it plays on a lot of the uh superhero movie kind of tropes mm. and um kind of puts puts that into reality. Like what if what if someone actually tried to be a superhero? And also Nick Cage is there. So like can't go wrong, right? <laughs> I only watched it um, recently, it's so good. It's really good. Lots of good filming, um, funny stuff. <laughs> um, we'll go to the next question now, though. Facing the destruction of her planet's natural resources, this warrior princess rallies her people against an evil queen's rampaging army. Becky. Yeah, Becky?
5: Zeno warrior princess, is it?
2: Ooh, it isn't
3: Xena Warrior Princess. Good good pull, Jesus. <laughs> Xena Warrior Princess is fucking... That's a throwback. Wild <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I'd do the Xena Warrior Princess call if I wasn't super aware of my mic peeking and people around me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Any ideas? I'll give some hints, because it seems like you guys aren't super short. Is it a short. TV
1: show or movie?
3: It's a film, and it is an anime.
4: Jess! no clue, then. Yeah, Jess? Is it Princess Mononoke? Ooh, it isn't.
3: I had that one, I think, last time in my quiz, but I will say, mm-hmm. Jess, you're on the right track.
4: Okay. I mean, I haven't seen that many Ghibli films, so that's not necessarily no. helpful for me. <laughs> I will say it is a Ghibli movie, so...
3: If anyone feels familiar, one? it's not oh. the raccoon one. I think Pompoco? Yeah, Pompoco. That's one of my
0: favorites. Yeah,
5: that's, <laughs> n- that's nuts. I have not watched nearly enough to believe.
0: Alright,
3: well, if none of you uh, know it by this point, it is uh, It's called Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. It's super rad. Uh... Um, it's about uh, like this princess in a post apocalyptic world where there are these giant bugs who, like, rampage mm. and, like, big robots. Oh, it's mad. Oh, but it's, like, central. super old-school kind of... It's really good. <laughs> Again, big recommend, if no, oh, yeah. if none of you have seen it. Um, next one now. This sci-fi anthology series explores a twisted, high-tech near future where humanity's greatest innovations and darkest instincts collide. Becky. Yep, Becky, go Black for it. Black Mirror. Yeah, it's Black, Black Mirror. I going to say
1: that one.
3: <laughs> yeah. Very yeah, good. What? Um. Oh my goodness, Black Mirror is just nuts. Uh... Yeah. I can't <laughs> so, watch it anymore, it some... gives me too much anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> some real uh, hits and some real misses in that. In that yeah. Show.
2: Yeah. If
3: uh, people out there aren't familiar with what an anthology series is, it's where each episode of the show is a, its own contained story. So you mm. can watch any episode, pick it up anywhere in the entire series, and you'll be good to go. So if someone okay. recommends a specific episode, you can just jump right to it. Sure. Um, we'll move on though. Uh, traversing trippy worlds inside his simulator... This character explores existential questions about life, death, and everything in between. Danny. Danny?
0: The Midnight Gospel?
3: It is the Midnight Gospel. Very good. Hell yeah. I haven't Do you
1: heard want to of, give people
4: of a...
0: like, over half of this. I've heard of
1: it. <laughs> I don't know much about it, though.
0: I gotta get the points, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> you need those points.
3: Um, give, give everyone... Because I know, actually, you've been pretty intrigued by this one for a bit do you want to tell people kind of what it's about
0: um so it goes on about so first of all it touches on meditation um and how it can help you in in life uh and then it moves it moves on to other questions so the end episode is quite interesting it goes on about grief and mourning for um for other people that have passed away, and the style of it is simply a really exciting uh, and colorful animation, and um, with this podcast over the top, and they sort of entwine in in uh, each other.
2: Hmm.
3: I've never seen anything like quite like it. Honestly, it's um, it's like two different kinds of media meet in the middle to form this weird kind of. I think each episode's twenty or so minutes of just, like, a ramble podcast over this insanely cool animation. Um, and it gets emotional, and you might cry, I just, I highly recommend it.
0: Oh yeah, I cried. Everybody. I cried <laughs> You cry every <laughs> we'll time. that.
3: Every tim. Every tim. Um, hell yeah, so that brings Danny to three and a half points, which puts you in the lead. Yes. Uh, with, I think three questions to go though so there is time to catch up um (laughs) this oscar-nominated animated comedy goes behind the scenes at the surfing world championship to get a close-up look at the inventors of surfing
0: the inventors of brie yep
1: surfs up like that animated show oh oh what (laughs) what (laughs) I remember there was like a there's like a story of like finding like the origins of surfing or mm-hmm. something oh. for the area. Yeah, I didn't
5: know um,
3: I didn't know that's what surf stuff was <laughs> <laughs> until I actually looked at the uh the synopsis cuz I haven't watched it in so long. I forgot that it was like a mockumentary film oh, of God. like these penguins essentially <laughs> like coming up with surfing and being the forerunners of <laughs> the, the sport, wow. it's like, it's yeah. wild. Also, <laughs> Oscar nominated, so fucking wow. good for them. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Um, okay. This suave, sophisticated spy may have all the coolest gadgets, but he still has issues when it comes to dealing with his boss, who is also his mother. Becky. Mm-hmm. Becky. It's Archer. It is Archer. Uh, yeah. No. Well, I oh I gosh.
1: love Archer. I haven't seen it, but I keep it keeps being on like uh, my recommended. It's
3: good. It's, it's good. It's so good. <laughs> it's really good. Um, <laughs> it's a bit crude, if oh, and yeah. uh, violent in some bits. So if you're not into that, uh, maybe give it a miss. But it's it's just one of the funniest uh, adult animated shows I've watched <laughs> maybe ever. Um, <laughs> it is. It's. <laughs> the animation's super unique as well, so.
0: There's lots of different, like, humour styles in it. There's a lot of... Mm. Like, they just slap something in it suddenly, which is my type of humour. It's, like, very... I don't know, something happens very suddenly. But there's also, like, it's yep. so satirical as well.
3: Oh, my goodness. Um, it's it's oh, so yeah. satirical. Like, so many uh, inside jokes and recurring jokes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's, like... They've just released a new season on Netflix as well, which I haven't watched, but there's like eight or something seasons insane. <laughs> uh, so there's lots of content there if you are looking for something to binge. Um, okay, so this is the last question, guys. Uh, I'll give you a rundown of the scores so far. So far, it's Jess on two, Bree on one half a point, Danny on two and a half points, and Becky in the lead with three points.
2: Whoa.
4: I so, so I can tie uh, with Becky. <laughs> yeah.
3: Jess can tie, Dan can win, Becky can win, Bree, you can try the hardest. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. Do <laughs> oh, um, all right. or nothing. Let's get into it. With his debts mounting and angry collectors closing in, a fast-talking New York jeweler risks everything in hopes of staying afloat and alive.
4: Jess. Yep, Jess. This is a shot in the dark American hustle. Ooh. Good guess.
3: Not right. I think you're kind of on the right track. Um. If.
1: Can you repeat it? The description?
3: Sure. Um. With his debts mounting and angry collectors closing in, a fast talking New York City jeweler. Risks everything in hopes of staying afloat and alive.
2: I
0: don't have a clue. No
3: Is any- it
1: animated? I don't, it doesn't it's sound like it would live be. live
3: action. It's a serious film. Um, it stars a certain someone who has been in lots of movies that are generally uh, poorly reviewed, I might say. However, this movie was very well reviewed, in contrast. I'm being a little more coy since this is the final question. I've got nothing.
1: Yeah, I can't think of anything.
3: Um, The fact that he is a jeweler heavily plays into it. It was released semi-recently on Netflix. Um, and... This is going to give it away, but it stars Adam Sandler. Uh,
4: I don't think it gave it away. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was like... Um...
4: I can, Yeah, I can only think of... Okay, Jess. Mm-hmm. The only Adam Sandler film I can think of that's been on Netflix was called um, Murder Mystery, but he's not a jeweler in that. He's a cop.
5: Mm-hmm. I think I not remember an Adam Sandler movie... Like, a series Adam Sandler movie coming out recently, but I don't know what it's called. Yeah. I feel like I'm
1: gonna reason. say
3: the name, and everyone's gonna be, "Oh, that movie, probably that one with Adam yeah. Sandler." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not. I want someone to guess it, so I'm gonna I, keep giving hints. Um, I've oh given God. you two guesses. <laughs> uh, I've got nothing. In the the name of the film has something to do with valuable stones. That have not yet been severed, <laughs> Jess. <laughs> yeah, Jess. Rough diamonds? <laughs> no. Uh. It's, it's not rough diamonds. Oh my god. Um. Jeez. Oh, Jess. Can I guess again? Yeah, go for it. Honestly, <laughs> uncut point, gems. It's uncut gems. I've I didn't know that was that in like Sandler film. <laughs> I have never heard of it. <laughs> really?
2: Oh yeah, wow. I've never
3: heard of it. I thought that was on everybody's radar
4: for a very long time. Um... i <laughs> that, that everyone else's taste in, in film and TV is maybe different <laughs> to yours. <laughs> yeah. It's maybe your is taste true. is similar to Danny's. Maybe.
2: Mm, um,
3: I, I think what I was looking for was very popular, generally popular, uh, films and TV shows on Netflix. Yeah. Um, so maybe you guys just aren't—you guys aren't normal. You guys—we're <laughs> all nerds. You're all special.
1: <laughs> oh, we know that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> We're
3: a unique bunch in the pop culture club. It's like
4: there was a wild smattering of like there was like animated TV shows. There mm. was like, a Skibby film. There was an Adam yeah. Sandler series film. There was like yeah. high I budget. There was a lot that of was things. Was a lot of. I tried to was...
3: cram as much as possible into twelve questions. <laughs> And I feel like I did a pretty good job. Um, but in the end, the final scores were Brie, one half a point, Danny, two and a half points, and tied for first place, Jess and Becky.
5: Congratulations. Yay.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> did not expect to tie for first. <laughs>
2: Okay, so how are we doing
4: this? Because generally, the thing we've been going with, well, I've been going with, is that the winner of the quiz uh, wins the illustrious prize of uh, giving their pop culture recommendation first. So, do Becky (laughs) and I have to talk over each other?
1: (laughs) 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 Rock, paper, scissors, except no one can see it.
5: Yes, you, you do it first. Definitely not because I don't have my recommendation ready and have to think.
3: All right. That'd be crazy, us n- being not prepared for a podcast, it's wild Alright, so uh, I guess we'll officially start our pop culture recommendations then uh, Jess, take it away
4: Well, thank you all, and it's it's truly an honour to, to be here <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, okay, my recommendation is, it's something I mentioned earlier, it's The Expanse, the TV series on Amazon Prime um, the reason I'm recommending it now is because the teaser trailer for the sixth and final season was just released, like, yesterday or so, and so, I thought, alright, good time, you know, get caught up on the previous five, or just just start watching it, because, like, it's just, it's in the thing again, and it's finishing. Um, I like it because it's cool, it's basically... people have described it as, like, like Game of Thrones, but in space... But I can't speak to that because I've never watched Game of Thrones and do, and I'm not going to. So, it's good. It's very good sort of geopolitical thriller. That's also action and is also drama and is mm. like, it's. I'll it's say it's hard sci-fi. Is it it is. It's hard sci-fi, which means basically it follows the laws of physics. There are there are no warp drives. There are no gravity anti gravity plating. Anti-gravity plating. There's no like like. All the ships look like... They look like skyscrapers, basically, because their engine's at the bottom and everything else is on top. And I love them. Like, The Expanse, honestly... It has my favourite... Well, specifically, the Martian Navy in it has the... Has the best, like, aesthetic. Like, the best military aesthetic I have ever seen. Like, I love it. I literally... There, there is not a ship that that is the Martian ship that I don't like. Lo- love the look of, like it is, and they work. They're functional. Like they make sense, and also has very good queer representation. Very good. It's casual. It's like it's the interesting thing where it's like because it's set like five hundred years in the future, is that like it's not like the queer representation isn't like as explicit as like you'd expect in like maybe like a modern good queer rep series, but it like it basically treats everyone as like. It treats everyone's sexuality as amb- as ambiguous. Like it, ne- I don't think it ever explicitly says anyone's sexuality,
2: basically.
4: Mm. But like, yeah, I <laughs> I love the that experience, sounds rad. and yeah. I can't wait to yeah. see the next. The s- last season show. is coming out in December, and I can't wait.
3: So it's a it's. It, would you say the um the main points are the sci fi elements, or would you say it's more the uh, relationships between the characters? I would I, like, say the way you describe it, it is of, it's very like intrinsically... Uh, like, the character development is the big plot. It
4: is, like... The thing is, like... It's like, with a big show like that, it's like, it is so, it is a lot of things to a lot of people. Like, there are cool space battles, there's cool, like, political intrigue, there's cool, like... There's, you know, there's, like, mysteries... It's a mixed there's... bag of cool shit. Basically, yeah, it is... <laughs> Like the last, most recent season I can't think of a bad point in it Like it's all good I mm-hmm. like it all and
3: Where can people watch that actually?
4: Uh, that is on Amazon Prime Video Okay The entire thing yeah. Five seasons currently Next one The final one's coming out In December Awesome
3: um, Becky uh, You mm. also won the Game
4: So they, would you like to They did Go
5: next So my recommendation That I didn't just come up with uh, <laughs> totally. is uh I guess kinda of two things, Undertale and Deltarune. Which are both oh, lovely so good. Uh, RPGs where no one has to die. <laughs> it has that's a very rare. unique yes. It has a very unique combat system, uh, where it's basically a, a mini bullet hell on your end where you have to dodge the enemy's attacks, and then on on your turn you get to choose to either attack them or mm do actions to kind of appease them and end the fight peacefully and there's the first game Undertale and then the sequel which is weirdly connected to the first game but technically in a separate universe called Deltarune that has chapter one and two released so far for free Uh, Undertale is paid uh Deltarune you can get the first few chapters for free right now it's available on PC and I think Undertale is on the Switch um and yes highly recommended the characters are great. I love the characters. It's adorable. <laughs> it's gay. It's
3: great. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I played on the tale. Uh, I think basically when it came out, and um, I found it super unique and really endearing. Like in the art, the the art style, and the uh, the multiple options you're given mm-hmm. in the uh, the story. Um, yes. I won't give anything away, but. Um, t- uh, based on your actions, uh, things things might turn out a little bit differently, yeah. um, and it, it can be very meta as, as well in parts. So, um, yeah, a lot to look forward to. <laughs> Definitely would recommend if you haven't given it a shot. Um, what about you, Ben? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, hell yeah! So, uh, if you guys have listen to uh, the podcasts I've been on previously, you'll know that I each time recommend a spooky movie, and um, given that Halloween, at the time of release, is, at the time of this podcast release, that is, is going to be in a few days, uh, I think it's apt that I stick with that theme. Um, So, um, and I've been tossing up with this recommendation between two films, so I might just really quickly go over both. Um, the first one is, uh, called I Saw the Devil, and it's a Korean film, and it's, uh, basically what you would get if you mixed, uh, John Wick with Tom and Jerry, it's, and like, made it <laughs> ten times more fucked up, um, wow. <laughs> it's, it's super, it's so wild, um, it's, I, I won't give too much away, but it's about a, uh, uh, someone someone gets murdered and someone doesn't like that, so they do a big revenge. and It's very much like a cat-and-mouse game of this psychopath and this like very righteous kind of anti-hero character. And it's not really a horror, more of an action thriller, but um, I think it still fits in with the theme of spooky season. So I would definitely give it a watch, if if you're not uh, into subtitles then you're a little bit out of luck, but I think, especially if you've run out of a uh, squid game and you're just aching for more Korean wild shit, definitely give it a go. Um, and the second movie I wanted to recommend, uh, on the, around a similar kind of vein, is called The Audition, and this one's a Japanese horror movie. Uh, It's about, um, I think it's maybe set in the 80s or 90s? I can't exactly remember, but um, a businessman essentially sets up this fake audition. Under the guise of finding an actor for a commercial, he tries to find uh, a woman to date. Uh, Obviously, this is before the time of dating apps, and so this is, I guess, the best he could do, which is a really weird kind of... (laughs) uh (laughs) misleading situation he's put these women in but um he ends up finding a woman who intrigues him i guess and they start a relationship and slowly he uh finds out that this woman uh there's more to this woman than meets the eye and it gets it's very much a slow burn movie till the uh till the finale but um it gets wild, and I would definitely not recommend this if you're squeamish and don't like uh, all that icky business that comes with horror. But um, yes, it's a very good time, very spooky if you want to sit down and just squirm for two hours, (laughs) and uh, again, (laughs) subtitles, so if you're not into it, give it a miss, but big recommend.
0: What about you, Brie?
1: Yeah, so I just last minute changed what I wanted to um, get. But so uh, my recommendation is um, this book by the YouTuber, YouTuber, ex-YouTuber, Daniel Howell. Um, He recently came came out as gay in the last few years. He was one of those YouTubers who was posting like way back in the day and gained quite a lot of popularity, um, but then um, disappeared for a while um, for some... Um, personal reasons and things like that but he came out with a book um, called You Will Get Through This Night which is created as like a practical mental health guide which basically breaks down like different ways to kind of understand your thinking and ways of going about changing that um, based on whether it's just to get through this night so just to get through now or looking into the future um, and kind of breaking it down but also with like little sprinkles of um, his humour and his experiences as well. So you don't have to know who he is to enjoy the book. um, But if you do um, know who he is, there's a lot of um, little things in there that'll remind you of um, like old videos and things he's done.
3: Like inside jokes and all of that.
1: Yeah. So Mm. you will get through this night by Daniel Howell. I definitely recommend.
3: Hell yeah. So would you say it's uh, more of a story or more along the lines of like a self-help kind of situation?
1: It's set as like a self-help, but there is like this kind of overarching progression through the story, but but through the, through the book. But yeah, it's definitely more of a like help, help book, (laughs) self-help guide book. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. I think we've not had super like heaps of Book recommendations for the podcast, so that's that's mm. really good. I like a bit of variety in my podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> Give <me a> <laughs>
0: um, Danny.
3: Last, yes. but, last but not
0: least. Mm-hmm. So I'm recommending uh, the Owl House, which is on Disney Plus, mm. and uh, it follows a teenage girl who gets kicked out of um, school and is supposed to go to summer camp or something similar to it. Uh, And she ends up going through a portal to this world where um, everyone hates humans and there's demons and witches. Uh, And she ends up staying there. Uh, She meets someone that she stays with and uh, there's a witch school there that she um, wants to attend. Uh, It's very colorful, it's really fun to watch. And there's a cute little animal called a king who is supposed to be uh, this ferocious uh, demon. demons. And he is the smallest, cutest thing I've ever seen in an animated (laughs) series.
1: Yeah, it's such a good show. I've seen it.
0: (laughs) I've heard lots of good
3: things, and um, also I've heard that it's very big on the uh, queer representation as well, which fits Mm. nicely with our theme.
0: I actually... I haven't seen... there's nothing... Specifically queer just yet oh. It does fall into um, uh, Like someone's being kicked out of society And they're trying to like Find where they fit uh, There's definitely mm-hmm. a bit of that um, But no Direct queerness I would say in it But you can Wait, certainly relate re- to it
1: Watch season 2
0: Is season 2 out?
1: It's not available on the Australian Netflix, um, but not Netflix, Disney Plus, but it is available in some other countries if you have a fancy thing called a VPN.
2: Mm. Okay,
0: so maybe Tell that saying "breathe" that
3: that element comes into play a little bit.
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't, okay,
3: I... if it means if it means spoilers, feel free to just For, uh... not say anything.
0: <laughs> For season one, they definitely left it open. So it feels like there is going to be something in the second season, but I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I see. Oh, good, good. All right. So I think that's all the recommendations. That'll bring us to the end of the podcast. Uh, Thank you for listening. I'm just going to plug this again. So if you search... (laughs) Um, the Swinburne Pop Culture Club on Instagram or Facebook And potentially LinkedIn very soon um, You'll find a link, uh, a link tree And if you click on that you can find our Discord And links to all of our other social media So please follow us on that um, And there should be a link to our YouTube Which you might already be on So thank you for listening <laughs> And I hope you listen next time Bye. Like and subscribe. Bye oh, yeah. everybody. Oh yeah. He like, smash that like button. Smash <laughs> that like button. <laughs> Ding
4: that bell. Subscribe. Ding the bell. Bye, everyone. I don't know what that does. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. See ya.